You're listening to Guinea Pig and Green. I'm Laura. And I'm Stephanie. And we like talking about health, wellness, and eco-friendliness in a fun and approachable way. In today's episode, we're talking about winter wellness. It's a juicy one. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited. Let's get to it. Welcome back to the podcast. Hi, Laura. Hey, Steph. How are you doing this winter? All right. It's starting to feel like I never talk to you except for when we're podcasting. I know. It's a problem. Yeah. All right. We need to get better at that. Top wellness, winter wellness tip. Don't hibernate. See your friends. Loneliness is bad for your immune system. Science, (laughs) people. It's science. And that's the end of the podcast. Yep. Bye. Thanks for listening. I'm really excited for today's episode, actually. Yeah. Um, I think that we have a lot of things to talk about. Yeah, this is like a good thing to talk about because winter is such a dreary and depressing time in the year for most people, but it doesn't have to be. And there are things that you can do to stay as happy and as healthy as you possibly can during these pretty depressing winter months. Yeah. Don't you think, Laura? I like winter. I like skating. You, okay, everybody, please know that Laura is a mutant alien from another planet. All right, because I like skating, because that's universal. No, because you like winter. <laughs> no way, son. I, think that, uh, I don't hate winter. Some people are like really anti-winter. That's me. <laughs> I really don't like winter, but... You know, you just got to survive it. You got to make the most of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, All right. Man. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, all right. Where, where do you want to start? Like, uh, I think we have a bunch of things to talk about. One of the things that really grinds my gears during the winter is... <laughs> you know what grinds my gears? Okay. Yeah. All right. There's no other... <laughs> All right, what grinds your gears, Laura? Tell me what grinds your gears. Do you know what got my goat this winter, Steph? (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of one, but I can't. Sorry, I had two. Um, All right, you win. (laughs) um, I hate my skin. Um, has has a propensity to get pretty dry, actually. Super dry. Um, Yeah. Yeah. The backs of my hands, like the backs of my knuckles, always get like lizard skin. It's oh, disgusting. Really? If they all get chapped and sometimes they bleed. It's not good. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. So moisturization is super key. Yeah, I've been really loving jojoba oil this winter. Like I told you about it a bit before, but no, I decided that I wanted to find a solution, like a natural solution. Um, without a bunch of wonky ingredients. Are you talking um, about moisturizing for your hands or for your face or for your hair? Or what are you talking about? I use it on my face and then okay. with whatever is left over on my hands, I just like rub my hands together and then run it through the ends of my hair. And I find that like that's been really helping me this winter. So it's um, all purpose. Yeah, just locking some moisture in. Um, Isn't jojoba oil also, like, isn't it kind of, I don't know. I could be wrong. 
Is it supposed to be pronounced jojoba oil? <laughs> what? Is it supposed to be pronounced like jojoba? Like, Jay's <laughs> silent? I have no idea, and I'm super embarrassed. I was going to be a bunch of hippies on me about this. Uh, Beware the hippies. They're going to attack you like zombies. They're going to smell better than zombies. Yeah. Especially anyway. if they're using my deodorant, because ace. Yeah, I'm okay. I saw that post, and I'm. I really want to try that. I you should make it. Yeah, I will it's once. It's a lifesaver. The thing is, I haven't used traditional deodorant in long enough that I don't have any extra like deodorant containers lying around, and it looks really cute when you did put yours in a traditional deodorant. Like, it's well, pretty cute. I won't lie. If you are listening to this podcast and you have no idea what the heck we're talking about, you should head on over to guineapigandgreen.com. And I just recently put a post up about making your own deodorant and it actually works. You don't have to fear for your life or for the nose of the person next to you in hot yoga class because you'll be fine. I have now used it for like two months, so I can say safely say it works well. Anyway. That was um, a super effective plug. I'm not totally done talking about skin dryness. No, no. Don't worry. Go on. Jojoba oil. Jojoba oil. I don't even I don't even want to talk about it anymore because Where can I'm, one get said Jojoba slash Hohoba oil? We're like the least informed podcasters. <laughs> um I got mine at just at my local house food store. Okay. Um, and it's actually I think one of the more common oils in terms of um the ones that people have been using um topically for skin and hair. Okay. Um, I think I've also heard really good things about argon oil, but that is a little more expensive. So I decided I would start with jojoba or jojoba. I I don't want to say it. <laughs> I'm wrong. One of those. One of those things. Yeah. Okay. Do you use anything else besides? Oh no, wait. I totally just googled it, and it's definitely jojoba oil. <laughs> Sorry, Laura. <laughs> I'm super embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed. This is this is podcast realness. Why does jojoba oil have such a pretentious name, such as jojoba oil? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, me neither. Anyway, the point is, do you use anything else? Um, I do have I do have a face moisturizer. I actually use a face moisturizer year round. The one I've been using lately is um, from Green Beaver, and they have like an Ski. Uh, face moisturizer, so I'll use that. But there have been days where I've actually just been using the jojoba oil, and um, <laughs> that actually seems to be enough most days. But I do, I I will use both. Um, and then for the first time yesterday, I tried because I heard avocado is super. Am I saying avocado right? No I'm kidding. Avocado. <laughs> um, I heard avocado is <laughs> moisturizing. So I mashed an avocado up with, um, I mashed half an avocado up with a little, just like a drizzle of olive oil and oh, yeah. on my face as like a hydrating mask. I had like a, a day of it. Like I put an avocado on my face and watched girls. Nice. Uh, my brother's girlfriend came over and saw me in that state and that was kind of embarrassing. But um, that's what we do. We're guinea pigs. So yeah. we just, oh, I bet it has like the best green color too. 
yeah, yeah, it was it was frightening. Um, I'm into it, but uh, no, I really liked it. I think like it it definitely worked. Like my face um, feels softer today. Yeah. Uh, so I liked it. I'm not gonna do it all the time, but just on one of those days where I need to watch a girly TV show and pamper myself. And put on a green mask. Yeah, that's and good. Then do you, and then do you know what I did? I used the rest of the avocado to make avocado pudding. So to make avocado what? Pudding. Oh, pudding. Nice. Yeah, you can make like a chocolate pudding with it. And I've seen that I on just, Pinterest. Yeah, so I just ate that and wore my avocado mask and <laughs> washed. <laughs> Talk about natural beauty products. Yep. I also really like using um, coconut oil, which is sort of the best all-purpose product that there is in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good as a makeup remover. I don't know if you've ever used it as a makeup remover, but it's amazing. Yeah, just everything just an, comes off. I've been using that as a makeup remover and also the jojoba oil, which is great because it's like when I'm putting it on my face, I can use it to like get rid You're of it. really mastering that pronunciation. I commend yeah. you. If anything, people should be impressed by like how quickly I like the turnaround on that. <laughs> so proud of you! I'll, I'll never get that wrong again. Um, okay, what else can we do in the winter? Um, I think vitamins. I want to say a little quick piece about vitamins. Okay. If you're a vegetarian or a vegan, definitely have your B12. Really, 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 really important, especially in the winter. And I think everyone, vegetarian or non-vegetarian, should be having some vitamin D in the winter because we don't get enough sunlight. There are not enough daylight hours in the day. And when it is daylight, like a day like today, and it's totally gray out, you're not really getting the vitamin D that you need. And vitamin D is really important for your mental health. So if you are affected by seasonal affective disorder, a seasonal affectiveness disorder, sad, sad disorder, Um, then definitely pay attention to that and definitely uh, take some precautions and make sure that you get outside no matter what. Um, Take your vitamin D and if you can afford it, you can even try a light therapy, which means you have a lamp, a special lamp that shines in your face and gives you daylight when you don't have any um or you can even go to a tanning booth which i wouldn't really recommend because it's not that great for your skin but if you're really in a pinch and you just want to go for like five or ten minutes that can also be a really great option that's kind of crazy with the lamps then because i don't know it like kind of freaks me out like can't people just go outside yeah i know i think it's sort of like extreme measures yeah. And I don't think I would ever do it, but I did read it on a blog the other day. Um, <laughs> super legit. <laughs> yeah, it's super legit. Um, yeah, so getting lots of light, daylight. You didn't, you didn't mention vitamin C. Oh, yeah, I love vitamin C. Pop that stuff like candy. I think especially during a season where people are getting really sick, vitamin C is definitely super important. Um, really, really important. I love... Uh, hot lemon water so mm. what I do is I put the juice from half of a lemon into a cup and then fill the rest of it with hot water and I think that that helps me so much during the winter I crave yeah. if I feel myself getting sick I need it I crave that so much and then like throwing in some ginger or like maybe some uh, turmeric yeah uh, as well just for like the anti-inflammatory properties 
Totally. And on that note, I think also boosting your diet with lots of immunity supplements. So things like your greens, making sure you're still having your veggies and your leafy greens. Mushrooms are really big for immunity. I read the other day. Yeah, they're full of great chemicals, mushrooms. So apparently they're really good for your immune system. You mentioned turmeric. That's good. You can just sprinkle it into stuff. Um, Yeah, just adding lots of stuff that's going to boost your health. Yeah, keep going with the green smoothies. I love a good green smoothie in the winter. Yeah. (laughs) The one thing that's hard about the green smoothie in the winter is if you have an early morning, it's really cold. And so sometimes I'm really cold when I wake up in the morning. And so drinking a green smoothie. Yeah. Actually, what I've been doing is I make it in the morning and then I um, bring it with me to work. I don't drink it in the morning. I have like my cereal and peanut butter and stuff and cereal and peanut butter. Uh, in the morning and then I bring the smoothie with me to work and I drink it throughout my morning once I'm actually like cozy in my office. That's really smart. That's a good tip. Yeah. Okay. What else? Oh, what happens if you actually are already sick? I'm excited for this part. (laughs) I know you really want to just talk about your nutty pot. So (laughs) I can't think of a good segue for you. I think you should just launch into nutty pot. pot. Okay. (laughs) If you're someone who has sinus things, sinus issues, like I do sometimes, are you giving me a judging look right now? No, these are prayer heads. (laughs) (laughs) You're praying that I stop talking about neti pots? (laughs) Um, Okay, if you have sinus things, neti pot is basically like a very small teapot made of plastic. (laughs) Are you paying attention, Laura? Yeah, no, I'm listening. (laughs) And the whole point is that you are sort of rinsing your sinuses with um, a slightly salted water, or it's sort of like a baking soda type thing, just to disinfect everything up in there and get stuff moving. You basically just lean over the sink, and then you are irrigating your nostrils. You're moisturizing them because they get dry. You're like clearing things out because it gets clogged, and it's awesome. If you have really bad sinuses, it is a really great technique, and I'm serious. Okay, <laughs> my two immediate reactions to that are, what the F? <laughs> and the other one is just, I feel like I am not enough of a chemist to properly figure out the balance of water and salt and baking soda or whatever that's going in my neti pot that will well, not guess what? cause me problems, but... Your neti pot comes with about 200 small packages of this substance that you dissolve in water. So there. Whoa. Okay. I sort of mm-hmm. wish that I sort of wish that I could try a neti pot once, and then see if I liked it or took to it. And if I didn't, I wouldn't have to deal with the fact that I bought a nose teapot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> First of all, it's $15. You have a full-time job. I think you can afford a neti pot. Secondly, if you really don't want to shell out the whole $15 worth of money for your neti pot, then you can use a teapot. And I know it seems a little gross, but the thing about the neti pot is that I think people misunderstand. It's not like the fluid that comes out of your nose goes back into the pot. It comes out of your nose and into the sink. So all it really goes into your nose it's like but like water you tip it and you tip your head sideways and it 
runs all the way through and out the other side. Yes, yeah, so just think, the tip goes in. <laughs> I think I saw a clown do that at a party as a kid. <laughs> well, it's not just a party trick. It'll also keep you healthy. I'm, like, super intrigued, and I've actually, like, picked up a neti pot before and been, like, should I buy you? Um, okay, well, here's my other suggestion. If you have a teapot, just use it. It's not as gross as it sounds, and you can just disinfect it afterwards. And it does pretty much the same thing. Our teapot um, has a really big spout. Is it necessary for it to fit snugly in my nose? Well, I mean, I think ideally, but when I was at camp way back in the day, I had a sinus thing in the middle of the summer. It was really, really weird. Me and my friend, we both had sinus infections. The nurse basically sent us out into the field with a cup of water with salt diluted into it. Yeah. And basically told us to pour it up our noses. And I was younger and I was like, what the F? (laughs) And I basically drowned myself in a cup of water. But... If you're careful and you're an adult, um, you can probably <laughs> control the flow a little bit more. But ideally, you have a spout of some kind. You could even use like a funnel, I guess, if you were slow about pouring it in. All right. But yeah, <laughs> it takes a little practice, but it's it's actually not as scary as it sounds. And like, you're a pretty adventurous person, so I don't know okay. why you're not into it. All right. I have something that you're really not going to be into, though. Okay. Okay, it's this home home remedy that um, my mother's partner has used in his family for generations, and he's recently brought it into our family. It's really weird. I think it's really weird, but I think I would be down to try it, perhaps, because they seem to think it works. Okay, so what you do is you take an onion. Okay. You dice up the onion. You put it in a bowl. You sprinkle it with enough sugar to cover it. Sugar? Okay. Like white sugar. You sure. cover it and cover the bowl. You leave it for like, I don't know, an hour or two hours or something. And then the sugar like pulls out all the juices of the onion. Okay. And then you like drain the onion. Okay. So then you have this liquid, and then you drink the liquid. <laughs> wait, wait, but where'd the sugar go? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the sugar is still there. It sort of, like, draws out the yeah. juices of the onion. So then okay. you have, like, this sugar, sweet onion juice, my mom says. It tastes pretty good, actually. Apparently it tastes like sweet onion you know, there's, like, sweet onion yeah. sauce or whatever. What and it? really, it's just really good for you. Because, like, you know how they say when you're sick, you should eat a lot of garlic. It's good for your immune system. You should eat yeah. a lot of onions. Like, that whole family of um, vegetables is good for you. So Yeah. One time, my aunt got me to eat a whole raw clove. Or, yeah, a clove of garlic. That was yeah. like, brutal. I won't do that again. You know what you could do instead? Chop it up and put it in guacamole. I can just eat an entire clove of garlic, no issues when and it's I'll in guacamole. The, and I'll put the leftover avocado on my face. It's Girl, it's, it's a good plan. It's Avocados, perfect. key point of a natural wellness plan. Perfect. Anyway, so there's that, yeah. Um, so that's the onion technique. I think you already mentioned oil of oregano in terms of moisturization, but apparently putting a couple drops 
under your tongue is good for your immune system as well. Oh, this is sort of folky remedies that I've just heard of. Yeah. And then my mom's heard, favorite thing. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I've also heard apple, apple cider vinegar. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah, you go. Uh, my mom's favorite thing when she has a chest cold is to put a little bit of tiger balm um, a little bit underneath each nostril and then on her chest. And it's sort of, uh, it's, tiger balm is sort of just like a natural Vicks VapoRub, um, or you can use Vicks VapoRub if you don't have tiger balm. Um, and that just clears her right up. So she also swears by taking echinacea and vitamin C like crazy, like eight times a day when she's sick and obviously sleeping a lot and having a lot of liquids. I'm such a smoothie person when I'm sick. I like, I'm just like, get all the juices in me. <laughs> I get all their like sick named smoothies, like urgency and like <laughs> all those. But uh, yeah. You make up the names? Is that what you just said? No, I said like Fresh has Fresh the restaurant. Oh, okay, the restaurant. They have all of these like, they, I guess they have like a line for winter or like things that probably sell really well in winter urgency and oh, nice. all of these yeah i like those juices i like drinking that emergency stuff even though i think probably it doesn't do that much it just makes me feel really healthy it's kind of like when you drink alka seltzer not that i've ever done this but how they say you should drink alka seltzer when you're hungover i've never done that i've never heard that i heard it in like a marketing case study once oh huh that they linked like the fizz of Alka-Seltzer with the pain of being hungover so that people would do it. So I feel like when you're getting a cold and you take the emergency, you're like, yes, I'm doing something good for myself. And this feels like I'm like healing my body. Oh, so like, yeah, the placebo effect. Yeah. Okay. But it tastes um, good, so. Yeah. Let's talk about staying active in the winter because I think a lot uh, of people have trouble with that. I, I, I agree. I think it's super important. Um, which what what do you like to do to stay active in the winter time? Um, well, I've grown up playing ice hockey, so I am on a hockey team, mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I get to play hockey in the winter, and I really like doing that. Um, I guess like that covers skating. I love skating, and there are a lot of like, especially when you talk about getting outside, getting your fresh air, getting your vitamin D. Um, I know in Toronto, we have Nathan Phillips Square, which is public skating. And I just found out that Harborfront actually has these Saturday night events, but it's like public skating and there, like, there's a DJ there and stuff. So I That's think I'm awesome. Gonna check, yeah, I think I'm going to check that out next weekend. And that sounds super fun because it combines music and skating. I like those things. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, um, there's also skiing and stuff if you want to go outside. Not that I'm really into skiing, snowshoeing, yeah. hiking. Yes. Mm -hmm. I like hiking. I like hiking in the wintertime. I like snowshoeing. I don't get to do it very often, um, but it's cool. It's fun. I do yeah. like it. Um, um, I also think even if you're feeling like you can't get outside because the weather is so abysmal and you're just not feeling that great. Um, there are definitely ways that you can bring your workout indoors as well. Um, mm -hmm. So I know both of us really like hot yoga. That can be a really great way to sort of yeah, sweat it out and get nice and toasty warm. And yeah, it's good. 
Yeah, I, um, love, I love hot yoga. It's perfect in the winter. Go in, it's nice toasty in the studio. Yeah, super cozy in there. Mm-hmm. Um, another great thing that I've discovered, actually, our friend Bridget, um, I don't know if she still listens to the podcast, but she told us about this app called Nike Training Club, which I've used a couple times now, and I really like. Um, it's basically... Um, recorded workouts it's kind of hard to explain you open the app and you can choose a workout and they focus on different things and basically they lead you through an entire workout and it's mostly body weight workouts and sometimes they suggest that you should have dumbbells or a medicine ball but you can just do it with your own body weight because it is hard man like (laughs) (laughs) so um you basically download these workouts totally free and then they basically count you down through different exercises then you can click the video and it's within the app and you just watch a little video of someone doing the workout and i think that's really helpful because whenever you see this stuff on pinterest these workouts and they're like l-shaped calf raises and you're like what is an what so it's helpful to just be able to see what they mean and then be able to do it right after. So, and it's really hard. Um, so it's a really good workout. gets your heart rate up really fast. Um, yeah, I really, really like it. So definitely check that one out. We'll link to that in the show notes. I love that it's free too. I just can't believe that it's free and they always have like celebrity ones. So Serena Williams, I think has one and all these other stars, um, and so it's pretty cool. Cool. Thanks, Bridget. That is interesting. And then, of course, spin class. Um, I was yep. pretty big on that last winter. Haven't haven't been going to spin very much this winter. I think it's just like my schedule isn't really permitting it, but I loved it. I got so into it. Yeah, spin class is awesome. And really, if you belong to any gym, I'm sure they're going to have a ton of really cool classes in the, um, well, all year round, but that you might feel more likely to check out in the winter when you don't feel like going outside and going for a run or something. You can always check out, you know, I know even my local Y has everything from Zumba to gravity, like you hang from a gravity machine. I don't even know how it works. There's rock climbing. You can do a lot of cool things. Um, at your gym or a rec center. Yeah, I've heard a lot of really good things about those gravity workouts where you're, like, working out against gravity. Yeah. Yeah, Um, it sounds really cool. Yeah, no, I'd love to learn more about it. Maybe we should find it out and do an episode on it. Yeah, we could go and try our first class in the gravity machine. That sounds really (laughs) high-tech. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I do really like the Y. Um, you definitely don't need a fancy gym to uh, be no. able to have access to all of these awesome classes that you should try. Um, I when when I was into spin last winter, it was at the Y uh, near my apartment in Montreal, and it was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, and even your local rec center will probably offer some classes. Maybe not all of these ones, but. Mm-hmm. At least a few. Um, so if you want to check out Pilates or yoga or whatever squash yeah you can probably do that really close to home as well so definitely important to keep active that also boosts your immune system and then of course there's the regular old stuff getting enough sleep getting enough fluids yeah Yeah. all the reg yeah i love this stuff i don't think we didn't we didn't really talk about cuddling 
I think like cuddling oh. is like a really big one. <laughs> well, I kind of mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast, right? It's true that if you withdraw and you're lonely, that's really not good for your immune system. Yeah. We are social creatures as humans and we like socializing. So if you're in the winter and you're feeling like you can't go outside, you should force yourself to go and socialize with your friends because it's really good for you and right. cuddle with them too. I will force cuddles on my friends. Please force cuddles on me. I think my dog is bearing the brunt of it. So. <laughs> yeah, my cat hates me. <laughs> but yeah, lots of hugs. All right. Hugs and cuddles. All right. Okay. Well, I think we mentioned a lot of really good things. Yeah. All right. I'll talk to you next week. I hope that you will enjoy winter a little more this week. I hope so too. It should be good. Okay. If you guys have any tips for winter wellness, please hit us up in the comments or on Twitter at Green Guinea Pigs. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for listening. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye, Steph. Bye, Laura. <laughs>